It's a rational transaction. One life for billions. Gordon, sir. Well, here we are again, listener, uh, after, yeah, just jumping right into it. Uh, Welcome to another episode of A Rational Transaction. That one over there is Caleb Dirksen. That one over there is Alexander Peters. Hey, Alexander Peters. uh, I gotta say, I think, uh, oh, sorry. Hey, hey, audience, this is A Rational Transaction, a show where we uh, watch (laughs) Flash Gordon every week for the rest of our lives and talk about it. You you keep saying for the rest of our lives, Caleb, and I don't know if I have that in my tank. I have uh when we <laughs> Alexander, I'm not a, I'm not a fake fucking fan, okay? I'm a real fan. I'm a, I'm a I'm a Zarko I'm a Zarkovian through uh, and through. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, it just it just gives me hope to know that there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and if that light is further and further away, <laughs> then I just might fall into despair. Um, uh, and I don't, and I don't know that I I want that so soon get it, man. in my new year. You know, well, let's just. Uh, oh, I just had an intrusive thought about Christmas trees on Phrygia, but let's let me push that thought to the side. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, let's let's get into it. Tell, tell me, we we talked a little bit before the show. Uh, sorry, audience. Spoilers. Uh, we actually con- we converse outside of this podcast. And Alexander told me that he wasn't having a good time this episode. And I gotta say, I feel like I had a rough time too. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I um, I was, I woke up yesterday knowing that we were going to record today and I hadn't watched it yet and it was my one day off work and I woke up my first thought was uh, I have to watch Flash today and I it was it was the first time that it was like an actual it took actual like willpower and effort to sit down and watch this movie that it felt like a chore and I don't like that that's happening so fast. But then again, after five watches in a row, it kind of was meant, to, it, was, it was bound to happen. But it's just like, I wasn't ready for it to be this week that it was that, that my mind was in that space, you know? So you're, are you telling me that expectation is what what's hurting you? Or was it the film itself that hurt you? See, once I sat down and I watched the film, I feel like a little bit of Stockholm Syndrome happened for me. I... Uh... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I I uh, I really I, I really enjoyed the scenes with Sam J Jones this time around. Not gonna lie, like every time he showed up on screen, I'm like, yeah, Flash, there he is. And that's just where my head was at. Everything else was just Let's kind do of this. yeah. Everything else was just kind of okay. We're doing this again. We're doing this again. Flash, yes. And I was ready for the next Flash. one. Go Flash, go. Oh, yeah. I feel the same way as you, Alexander. There's a lot of things this time around that I actually noticed a lot of details that uh, I hadn't seen the last few watches. So I'm ready to share some of those. One thing that really surprised me is I noticed that. Did you hear the line where they say that uh, Dale and Flash used to date? That really just kind of like I heard that and I was like, what the hell? Like This is uh... where in the film did you see that? Um, 
I think Flash mom says it to him. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Flash's mom is not in this movie. Okay, hold wait on. Wait a second. What did, what did you watch? Did you watch the old wait TV a, show? Wait a second. What did I watch? Caleb, Caleb, you can't switch movies on me this Flash early on. Flash 2007 TV series? I watched that? Oh, my. Oh, this oh is so embarrassing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Caleb, no. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb, you can't do this to me. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, tell me everything. I need to know. Alexander, I when I was watching it last night, I almost I started watching it and it was so bad, but not in like I kind of want to say it's it's in so bad it's good territory where watching it is such a gut punch that I wanted I kept on fighting the temptation, the desire to like message you or call you and say hey instead of watching the movie you need to watch this show and i thought i think it'd be funnier if i just sprung it on him you bastard and i hope you feel the same way (laughs) no it's good okay okay um yeah tell me okay so flash and dale used to date are they in high school in this um it's like a i think they're in like they're like young adults i think they're like mid-20s they're like just getting into their careers can I, I and I need to say something, Alexander, because I know we could we could do the whole like I could give you this whole plot, beat by beat. I could tell you every single little thing that happens, but I think it makes more sense if I just describe it like this. Imagine everything you love about the Flash movie, and imagine everything you love about the Flash comics that we've never read and the old Flash TV shows, and you suck anything about them that makes them special fun unique heartwarming endearing funny that's what that's what you get with the flash gordon 20 2007 tv show let me tell you how little respect they have for this character this is the second i heard this this is i'm sorry alexander i'm I'm just derailing everything right now i'm so sorry but i have to say this just go flash the movie starts flash gordon is not a football player He's a marathon runner. He's very fast. And then they cut to a flashback of Flash running when he's a little kid with his dad. And his dad said, wow, you're so fast. I'm going to start calling you Flash instead of Steven. And I realized that in this universe, his real name isn't Flash and just a shitty nickname. And that broke me. That broke me. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's how little respect they have for the character. They can't even make it his real name. <laughs> you can't just name somebody Flash. That would be abuse, Caleb. <laughs> oh, man. I think that sums it up perfectly. Um, but, Alexander, it was just your basic shot in Vancouver ass looking uh, show. Hey, now, there's a lot of great television shot in Vancouver every now and then. Supernatural had 15 seasons and every single one of them was a, a work of art. Imagine it's, it looks like the outtakes from Supernatural is what this looks like. Oh man, that's really too bad. That's, I can't believe you watched that. That I, I have so much sympathy for you and I feel like I, uh, I got the better half of that deal this time around and I regret every negative thing I've just said about having to watch my movie. <laughs> I was feeling the Stockholm Syndrome setting in as well. And after I watched this show, 
I was begging for this movie. It was like, it's like if you've ever in your life taken something for granted and you said, <laughs> Yo, you know, I don't think, you know, that's good enough or whatever. And then you leave for a week and you come back, uh, you leave for a week and you're like, oh, my old life was really good. I need that back. That's what it was like. I said, I, I thought the grass was greener on the other side and I stepped from heaven into hell and I want to get back now. And I will never take this movie for granted again. I begged for Dale. <laughs> Some of the fight scenes in the show are so bad that I legitimately said out loud, I said, I wish I had Dale flipping around, kicking guards in the palace because that is better than this. <sighs> so what do you think about the movie? <laughs> oh man i i, I def like i was saying in the mind space of when i was watching it it took a lot i broke it down into uh i it was it took so much effort out of me that i had to pause it halfway through the movie and take a break <laughs> play a little bit of video games and then jump back into it uh just because i'm like okay here we go because i i stopped watching just after Flash's execution scene, because I wanted mm -hmm. to see that again, because that's never that's never a slog. I like what's that dripping scene. from her eyes, and I'm like, what's I leaking still got from an her hour eyes? And a bit to go. It's what they call tears. Yeah, I deserve a break, but um, I wanted to play a little game with you, and it might not be as fresh as your mind. But then again, you have watched it four times in a row, so I think you're probably more equipped than most people in the world to deal with this. Um, have you heard of the lamp test when dealing with? protagonists and characters the lamp test no what's that so the idea with the lamp test is that if you're ever writing a story or anything like that and you want to see if your character has autonomy and is actually affecting your story you replace them with the lamp to see if your story changes at all and i would like to do that with dale today <laughs> oh, um. <laughs> oh, 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 oh boy uh, that's funny and i would like to ask you Let's 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 try to let's go through this movie and try to figure out is there any scene that would actively be different if we replaced her with a lamp? Okay. And that's not no that's that's no uh that's that's no slight against the actress because she did great with the material she was given. But this is just like her character doesn't really have a lot going on for her aside from the fact that everyone who sees her wants her, and that's kind of her thing. Famously, we never ever given her a uh, a negative review. We've never said that she was the worst actress of the movie. We've never said. <laughs> and famously we, have, we 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 never disparage women in film. Yeah. Okay, you're saying this and I'm feeling like a shithead, but at the same time, <laughs> no. Let's 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 do the test. Okay, let's run it. Cool. So she starts off in the it, it, they start off in the plane, Flash and Dale. Um I don't think there's any moment in this where she actually does anything other than uh nitpick or complain that Flash is being an asshole to the pilots, right? So like Flash still would have gone to the mm -hmm. cockpit. He still would have uh, bugged them about, like, uh, maybe fly a little higher, guys. It'll be less turbulence, which you said was an asshole move last time. And I really... <laughs> oh, I got something to say about okay. this, too, about from the show. From the show. Okay, let's get... We're going to come back to this. Okay, remember, pilots. Coming back to that. Okay, cool. I don't think replacing her with a lamp changes anything with this scene. Do you... Is there, like, any moment in your mind that uh, you can think of in this film where she actually affects the story in any way, aside from Flash getting engaged or something like that. The only thing I can think of her meaningfully changing the movie is, well, I guess her marrying Ming is a very big deal. Um, and her escape is what releases Zarkov, is what gives Zarkov an out. Her, es her escape is what lets Zarkov come out okay. so that they can get on the rocket cycle together. And then he says, I actually was already free. 
but now you've given us a chance to escape. Right, that's true. Okay, so yes, that's I had forgotten about that one point that she convinces the slave to drink the potion. Uh, lamp could not do that. You are right. Turns out <laughs> Dale passes the lamp test. Perfect. Well, that's a... <laughs> uh, she kills some guards, but it doesn't seem to have an effect on the uh, the composition of the royal army. I feel like that is probably the sole part of this film where Dale feels like she has any say in what she's doing is when she tries to escape in that moment. Um, aside from that, she's always held captive. She's always, she's either with the Hawkmen, she's either in uh, Mongo City, um, or, and I'm slowly picking up on names of places now, and it's useless information, but I feel good to know it, you know? It's word, it's world building, right? Yeah, it's You're, world building. We're getting a sense of the, uh, of the people of Mongo. I had a, I had another question for you. Actually, no, let's jump back to the thing you wanted to talk about, about the, um, pilots. I was going to say, is there any other characters we can lamp with? Um, the other, the only other people to lamp with, I feel like, cause originally I was going to lamp test Flash Gordon, but I feel like he, <clears throat> even though is a very like archetypical hero, uh, the world and story doesn't just happen to him. I tried like while I was watching it to do lamp test with him first, but he actually keeps actively doing things like he, um, tricks Baron to run away. Um, very similar to, to Dale does um, in M Mongo City. Uh, he um, flies and crash lands the plane. He if, he, if he was a lamp, he would have just been placed outside of the rocket ship. He tries to break back into the ship, and as a result, he ends up in space. So he's a fairly autonomous character. Um, and Zarkov um, is the reason everything happens. So also... Lamp doesn't really work with him. And those would be the three people that you would typically do a lamp test with as your three protagonists. Mm -hmm. And Fla and, and uh, also Flash makes a lot of huge... I think what I love most about... Fla I mean, okay, we, we've been very critical of the Flash character because... Well, I, I guess we can backtrack. I think we were critical of him because he's very bland. But again, that's the same as like your, your Luke Skywalkers, you know, guys like that. Yeah. Are They exist to have fantasy like the the world around them is their story so they don't need to be interesting yeah and i actually this time around i found myself really really liking flash's scenes and i don't know what it is about them uh because i didn't really feel this way about them before it might be that stockholm syndrome i've just been watching it so many times the movie is making me like them because the soundtrack is just screaming his name at me over and over again um but like mm. just like him like trick your baron and like trick your baron flipping baron around i'm like yeah go flash do your thing and just like yeah i just i really enjoyed his scenes even even the creepy scene with him in the beginning of the movie what were you doing there alone i don't know i just like i'm like okay yes this is a weird scene but also something about the um audio quality of the recording of their voices on his microphone and all that stuff something about that just made it feel nostalgic and it might just be that I've watched it four times mm. before this, but um, it just it felt it felt nice to see and, and comforting to see Flash on screen. And you can't you can't also you can't forget about uh, this Ming's a psycho. This Ming's a psycho. This Ming's a psycho. This Ming is a psycho. That's such a yes fun fun line. And I have to say, after watching the show, like 
uh, I'm not sure I can ever criticize the movie again because, um, well, let me, I, I keep begrudging it so much, but here, here is what I thought. You have this kind of very classic and stylish property, right? Like we can agree that Flash Gordon is sort of a stylish property. I mean, visually, but also thematically, he's an over-the-top sort of superhero kind of uh, American everyman, kind of your Clark Kent type. You know, he's a good old American and he'll save the day and, you know, yeah. he's a football player and he's a tough guy and he stands up for what's right. And it's kind of like, obviously we talked about how, you know, there's that Adam West, he was written by the guy who did the Adam West Batman. So there's this fun and camp and joy mm -hmm. that's built into the story. And when you watch the show, instead yeah. of taking an angle of this fun or camp or over the top or absurd or surreal, they go into the vein of like, I'm trying to compare it to something almost like um, it has the grayness and the blandness of a, uh, it's not like this, but almost like a police procedural where it's, there's, oh, really? there's no themes. Everything is like very flat and boring. It's very standard and generic. And I thought, I understand this is obviously a lower budget show, even though they, it's like 21 episodes. But I don't know. I think like playing it straight, I don't think it's the right thing. Is um is the show, because I kind of got this vibe when I was watching it, but it might just be colored by my experience with early 2000s uh, teen drama, supernatural stuff. Um, Was it uh, Monster of the Week? Or like what kind of, uh, it was mainly like procedural or what was the, what was the style it's of It's not show? procedural. Um, it's not like, Monster of the Week. What kept you watching? It is, it is like a linear narrative, but it's so, okay. Ah, it's hard to put my finger on it, but it's so like flat almost. Like there's not a lot of, whereas, you know, whereas the movie has like all these, like really, even in the littlest way is like these really corny, goofy, over the top moments that may just make you happy and there was one moment in the show that made me feel like feel like the movie did and i i legitimately mm. laughed and smiled and i said that's flash that's flash you know i feel like i uh, i don't know uh oh my god right now this is okay here i'm having a more existential crisis i feel like i'm like a conservative commentator uh like breaking down over <laughs> like i feel like i'm a conservative commentator like breaking down about oh you know they made snow white a black woman this is like that's how I feel right now. It's like they ruined the character. They won't stop till everything is destroyed. I'll get to these two things and we'll we'll get back. I'm sorry, I'm now I'm, I pulled this little stunt on you and now I'm being a show hog. But uh number one, so the the shot I really liked no. is thereafter Flash is trying to find his Flash has a watch from his father. Um and of course you would guess this because you've seen a single show, but of course, inside is a super fame, a super secret magical device that everyone in the universe is after. Um, but Flash doesn't know that his dad gave him this super mm. secret magical device. And so if he gets into a fight in an with an alien in his house, in his kitchen, and it's Flash, Dale, and Zarkov fighting this alien in the kitchen, and it's a big fight scene, it's so boring. But in the next episode, <laughs> Flash is looking for his watch. And he can't find it. And he says, it must have fallen off in the fight. So he goes back to the kitchen and he kind of replays the fight with him getting thrown around, smacking his head on the table, getting lifted up, thrown in the air. 
but he kind of like recreates it in like a really fun over the top way like ah bah, you know like kind of playing all the you know one person playing all the parts in a in a theater sh- production so a really fun scene and i thought oh yeah that's flash there it is i laughed i said it's perfect nice I think there's sh- yeah, you got to have a little bit of over the top when it comes to Flash Gordon. I feel like in any medium, that's just kind of like what he is, right? It's what he is. Oh man. Okay. What? Uh, how else did you feel about the movie? Um, I mean, aside from the break I needed to take uh, when I came back to it, um, the other, the only other thing I did differently this time around was during the Hawkmen fighting the ship scene. I'm like, you know what? I wonder. And then I played that at 1.5 speed. <laughs> and uh oh. seeing their yeah seeing their their wing movements at 1.5 speed made them look very like it, it gave the hawkman an entirely different vibe aside from like speech being like picked up like crazy they looked far more menacing um while their wings were moving quickly um and also uh it sped up that scene to a much more palatable uh length and then as soon as that was over i put it back to normal speed and then i felt like that was Yep, that felt about right. I, I enjoyed that. That sounds like see, this is that sounds perfect for our for our edit. Yeah, exactly. Just speed that up a bit, and then we're golden. Um, I guess you don't really have a favorite line this time around. Do you have a favorite line in the TV show? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, um, uh, I have a huge list of here. Of there's no such thing as a favorite line. Um, Ming is a horrible character, and I don't mean a bad guy. Ming is merciful in the show. And there's a question where there's one of the subjects is talking to Ming and the subject says, Ming, if, if they are all dead, you will have no one left to tax. And then he's like, Oh, very well. And then he shows mercy. And that moment I was like, no, because the old (laughs) Ming would have said, then I shall receive no tax or whatever. And he would have killed them all himself. You know, like, Mm -hmm. (sighs) yeah, Um, that's a, that's a change of form. There's so many other good ones. Uh, <laughs> here's a good one. Uh, Ming, uh, oh, sorry, Flash is talking to or- Princess Aura about her father, Ming. And, you know, mm. he's kind of saying, you know, he's kind of revealed that she has a complicated relationship with him. And she says to him, um, you know, they're talking about it. And then Aura says, being a hero also means being a tyrant. What's Earth like? And then in a second, Dale responds, it's blue. There's lots of people there. You'll fit right in. And I'm like, like what is going on? <laughs> they, they, the alien comes to Earth. And for some reason, they start calling it a phalian, like an unidentified, like a foreign alien or something. Or there's some, some two words they put together to come up with phalian. I don't remember it because it's such a dumb name. Interesting. They say the phalian. This, Dale says the phalian just liquefied somebody at the liquor mart. That's a real line. Wow. Okay. Um, Zarkov is a fucking loser in this in this show. He's a. I got that vibe when I watched the when I watched a scene of he's it. He's a nervous little wreck, and when Flash touches him, he's like, "Please don't touch me. I don't like to be touched. I was your father's assistant." I'm like, I'm like, where's my built this descendant friendship? Built this descendant friendship. Sorry, I'm. I feel like I'm having an existential crisis right now. <laughs> You're spiraling, Caleb. Snap out of it. Pull up. Flash. <laughs> Flash can't land. Oh, God. 
Oh, this broke me. You'll have to watch this sometime, man. Maybe uh <laughs> I will uh I'll I'll I definitely will have to. I'll look into it. I it was on my watch it was on my it's on my watch list anyways. Um but now that you've uh you've done this to me, now I'm gonna have to pull it up on my timeline, I guess. Um <laughs> The nicest thing I can say about it is it will make you fall in love with the movie more than you ever have. It will make you see the movie in the most rose colored glasses in the world. Then maybe I need to wait on it a bit until I get a little bit more in the uh, why am I doing this face. Um, my favorite my favorite line in the movie this time around uh, definitely was um, when uh, it, it has to do with Flash naturally. Um, but like when he's flying the uh, Ajax ship into the lightning field and. Uh, Voltan has left and he's flying uh towards it and he just says Dale, what a, what a damn, damn shame. shame. And it was just like his delivery on that. And he, was, he that man thinks he's flying to his death. And he's saying goodbye to the thing he loves and to the world and all that stuff. It's just man, it was it's it's a really touching scene. And I really like that. Sam J Jones favorite actor this time around favorite uh favorite favorite character did a great job sorry it took me this long to get to you flash but you got me eventually and uh you were uh, number one you, for flash, me this time. i miss you man yeah um i do have a question about the movie okay um who because i paused this and like played it frame by frame trying to figure out or have any idea where they would have been going with this but the the glove is like a silk black glove over the hand that takes the ring, Ming's ring at the end of the movie. Who do you possibly think that could have been? Because like I'm running my head. General Call is dead. Clytus is dead. Who else could there have been? Um, who else has the dark glove? I mean, is that just is it is that the Imperial garb? Well, they're all clothed in red, aren't they? But don't they have a black? Uh, Unless they're one of Clytus's that is a... uh, secret police. That is a good question. We haven't done uh, Flash Gordon hand breakdown. Let me pull it up. No, we have. Because, yeah, the secret police have gold and black outfits. Um, but I feel like the only members of that crew that we saw were Kala or Clytus. It might be someone else from the comics that we're not aware of. Because Ming has a, a red glove. Any... So it's not him. But I think the movie also shows him mm-hmm. kind of going into the yeah. ring. That's how I read it, like kind of, kind of like uh, yeah. Sauron. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, the way I saw that was like probably one of Ming's servants gonna try to release him later or something like that. I wonder if it's. I told you this. I think last time we talked about it, but I think I wonder if it's gonna be son of Ming because in some of the comics, the main uh, antagonist is Ming's son. Oh right. Yeah, that's entirely possible because that was something I had thought it might have been some someone from the comics that hadn't been in the film yet. But I just wanted to see if you like you thought if you picked up on something I had missed because I couldn't find or think of anyone other than Clytus or Kala that had the black gloves. Yeah, who um, else could it have been? I think. Well, do you think it could have been uh, Doctor Hans Zarkov? He's, he needs the power to control it to dun, protect the dun, universe. Done. That would be a twist. He's, he's using it to uh, try to find a way back to Earth. Because he does say to Dale, we'll certainly try. 
uh, about trying to get back home. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I keep uh, talking about the show, Alexander, but it, here's something else that broke me again. Um, one thing I love in the movie is there's all this fun doctor, uh, like uh, radio chatter, like war rocket Ajax approaching. Rocket Ajax returning. And they have this like fantasy dialogue. When Flash and Dale go to uh, Mongo in the show, a ship comes to pick them up and over the ship's radio. And it's like some modern warfare ass, like, fricker. AC-130 approaching. I'm like, oh, it's like, you've ruined it. It should have been like, we're sending out a Imperial throne runner to escort you home. I'm surprised that they wound up on Mongo so quickly. Because, like, for me, if I was imagining them writing this as a teen drama, I would have thought that would have been, like, an end-of-the-season type deal. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. You'd be shocked to learn how much Mongo looks just like Vancouver, Alexander. You'd be shocked really? to learn how much of Mongo wow. set is shot in the same, uh, <laughs> two sets. <laughs> and on a, some fucking soundstage somewhere. Uh, I don't think I'd be shocked, Caleb, honestly. I don't think I'd be that um, shocked. Considering the amount of places I recognize I on TV, to find the budget for it because I know the Flash Gordon budget was thirty-five million for a beautiful movie, and I, I've tried to find the budget for the show, but I couldn't find it anywhere. But I mean, you're on TV. How much does TV cost, Alex? Uh, it definitely depends on what type of show you're talking about. Something like Supernatural, I believe the budget's like six million episode. Whoa. Uh, but uh, that's just something I heard in acting class once. I'm not an actual uh, producer, so I'm not. Um, that would have been like end of the sh- end of the show budget, though. That wouldn't have been like er- earlier seasons budget as low as a few thousand dollars per episode. Later seasons budget around two million per episode. Um, but that's specifically like supernatural. Yeah, if you told me that they made this show on like less than a million, I'd buy it pretty fast. Um, yeah, if it's the first season, you're probably looking at a couple thousand dollars per episode. You think that low? That's insane. Well, because like the studios don't want to pump in that much money on something they don't know is going to be good, right? If once something's developed a following and yeah. they know it's going to be watched next season, um, yeah, it's that that might be why a lot of Mongo City looks a lot like Vancouver. Yeah, man, that's so. Well, what was your? I know we said favorite line. What was your favorite character this time around? I mean, it was Flash for me. He was my favorite. I uh, I loved pretty much everything he was in. Wow. His scenes, yeah. I uh, I really liked him this time around. I I take it back. Zarkov is great and everything, but I do get why Flash was the hero. And I was like, because just it, he was straight up willing to end his life at the end of that movie. And I get Zarkov was willing to in the beginning of the movie. But this shows, like, I don't know, this he was he didn't want to lead rebellion at the beginning, and he was doing it by the end. Got that character growth there, um, and he was uh, as, as he may have strayed a little bit from Dale in the in the middle of the movie there with uh, Aura, but he came back at the end. And <laughs> uh, Flash, uh, I'm in your corner. I'm in your corner, picked, dude. Does that mean you've picked Flash as we're five episodes in, and you've picked Flash as your favorite and your least favorite? already <laughs> yeah yeah i have yeah <laughs> yep i believe my first episode um most disliked character was flash um so yep five episodes is all it took i'm very uh it's very easy to influence me i guess 
my least favorite character from the TV show would have to be Zarkov. They took a what should be a brilliant scientist and they make him a assistant to Flash's dad. And they make him a sniveling, cowardly. And his whole thing is like he doesn't want to get involved because he knows how scary the aliens are because he knows about the aliens from earlier. And so his whole thing is like, oh, we let, we just, you know, I don't want to get involved. Compared to my had Sarkov, who <laughs> said, we built this to send in friendship. Hashtag not my Hans. Hashtag not my Hans. Most favorite? Um, Flash Gordon has a cool black friend. I don't remember his name, but he's a cool black dude. And he, uh, he has a convertible or a motorcycle. And he's a mechanic. And I thought, huh, this guy's a, he's a cool guy in TV. And he doesn't do it. Anything annoying, and it's totally good. He's a new character, so you don't have a previous insight of like, well, he could have been this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the bar, the bar is low. He's just a nice guy. He's a good-looking dude. He, he has a motorcycle. I thought, He's just a good-looking dude. Hey, that's all it needs to take you to the top. <laughs> I'm telling you, the bar is that low. <laughs> oh man, my um, uh, my least favorite for the movie this time around. I actually didn't write that one down. I didn't think of doing that one, but um, I would probably have to pick. I don't think I have a least favorite this time around. I didn't. I, no one stood out to me as like, I wish you weren't here. I felt like, well, no, I, never mind. I take it back. I think maybe Aura would have been my least favorite this time around just because she she, she was all over Flash and she's not for Flash. Uh, Dale's for Flash uh, and they're meant to be together. So uh uh aura step aside go be with baron you were together at the end of the movie um leave flash and dale alone interesting i had no idea you're such a uh flash dale shipper uh i'm not um but this time around i was really in it for flash's experience and uh and that was kind of what kept me going through it because like while i didn't want to watch the movie this time around i did and i committed myself to like yes dude you're doing a great job and I, uh, I did, uh, I, I enjoyed the scenes with Flash this time around. And I've said that like seven times, but like, that was, that was what, that's what kept me going. <laughs> I'm refreshed by this energy. I'm, I think after this watch, I'm going to come back into it, like with a real, uh, with a renewed excitement. And it sounds like we're both going to just like, uh, you know, latch on to Sam J. Jones a little bit more than we have previously. <laughs> And uh, maybe we maybe we took him for granted is all I'm going to say. I think perhaps we did. He, we need to hold on, and he can carry us through um, the Imperial Vortex in his big muscly arms, uh, and from planet to planet. Uh, also, I wanted to just mention that the uh, the set for not the set um, the the visual for um, the Hawkman floating city very very cool. Like like the jets flying underneath it. You see the palace. All that stuff. It's a very cool uh, visual. It's so good. It's so fun. I wonder if there was a way that, let's say, a low-budget television show could have incorporated stuff that looks nice for a low cost. Even with the movie, they like they used water and colored water droplets. They could have they could have done something similar because uh, that's not crazy expensive. And green screening is probably the most common form of editing nowadays. Uh, everyone knows how to do it. Um, I feel like they could do that as well if they just wanted little touches of homage to the show, to the movie. Wishful thinking. I uh, I Wishful think thinking. we've reached our natural conclusion here. Uh, unless there's anything else you wanted to uh, to discuss. 
I I mean, uh, what else did they discuss? I mean, I could go, I could uh, go through my list a little bit and just rattle off a few more things. Yeah, tell tell me more about the show. Um, my first note says I miss Zarkov, and I wrote that. I highlighted that at the top, so I came back and it's a cold world without him, man. Yeah. And the whole time I, I was just thinking of, you know, uh, a rational transaction, one life for billions, any other as many quotes, you know, built this to send in friendship. Watson, mm. what are you doing? There's no moon? Check the angular vector of the moon. Check the angular vector of the moon. Uh, number two, it's on YouTube, so any show that's just uploaded whole cloth to YouTube uh, tells you a lot about what you need to say. Um, yeah, studio's given up on it, so... Music is generic, like, I'm talking, like, YouTube, uh, royal, like, uh, royalty-free music. Uh, the title crawl, like, the opening scene, not title crawl, the, uh, the theme song is so cheap. You've seen YouTubers with nicer stuff than this show. Um... <laughs> He's super young. That's like he's too bad. He's kind of too young. He's Flash like, deserved he's more. He's like 25. How old is Flash supposed to be in the movie? Uh, I don't I guess they never... He seems like a little bit older, though, you know? Yeah, but like they say, people used to look older. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. And he, he's playing a football player, so he'd probably be like mid-20s. He wouldn't be yeah. 30 yet, because... That's a good question. Yeah. So we got to go to the lore. Uh, oh, an alien shows up in the bowling alley, takes out a green glowing laser. I'm like, oh, shit. It's about to get interesting. Mm. He shoots a bowling ball. The bowling ball explodes. Cut to commercial. <laughs> That's terrifying. Then, oh, then they do this thing I hate so much too. This is the worst the thing I hate most in writing. We see a character. Immediately, this character comes on. You know who he's going to die because this guy pulls up in front of the liquor store in like a like a shitty like souped up convertible or whatever, and he's kind of a douchebag and he's talking to the phone like. Yeah, dude, like, I fucked this chick, blah, blah, blah. You know, we had a great night. Now I'm going to go see this other girl. You know, like, total douchebag asshole. Minor extra character. He's an asshole. And instantly, I'm like, he's going to die. And then the alien shows up, and he's like, he's like, what the hell are you doing? Get away from my car. And the alien kills him and drives away in his car. You don't have to make the guy a dick if you're going to kill him. Yeah. If I see a human get murdered on TV, it would make me feel sad. You, I don't know why they have to play this game of like, oh, here's this asshole. Doesn't it feel good when the asshole gets lasered? I'm like, it's a human male. You just, you just you try, this guy liquefied him. You're trying to make it less of a ter- terrible thing that someone just died, which is this a show, a science fiction. We're going to accept that people are dying. Um, they don't need to be assholes. Right? Exactly. Um, oh, and here's, sorry, I, I could talk about this all day, but I should probably put a lid on it. Um, this is what I was talking about when we talk about the Flash being a... Uh, a little little arrogant in the plane. Dale's fiance is a police detective. Dale's engaged. They they're old. They're high okay. school flames. So Dale is engaged. So this when the show starts, he doesn't want to see her because there's like tension. But then they kind of mm-hmm. get forced back together, and the, and there's sort of this like uh, love triangle thing with the the cop because they're fiance and whatever. So the detective gets called to the scene where the guy got liquefied. And then Dale goes to because she's a reporter who's reporting on it. And then Flash goes because he wants to see Dale or he's nosy. Immediately when he shows up at the scene, Flash finds footprints leading mm-hmm. away. And the first thing he does is goes and like kind of breaks the detective. He's like probably something like, oh, you know, there's all these footprints going away here. And then the detective rightfully 
is like super annoyed with him. He's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, okay, that's kind of the flash I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's very flash. Um, oh, there's one more thing. Uh, I got to say this too. It's the whole beginning of the show. They're, they're looking for something called the IMAX. They said, give us the IMAX. We need to find the IMAX. It's the super secret device. You know what the IMAX is, Alexander? Guess what it is. Cinema. Well, guess again. But that's that. That is a correct <laughs> guess. Thank you. Um, guessing again. Uh, probably something an IMAX. So it makes them see much more better. Um, it is a navigational chart, and it's actually the watch, and it's a Timex, but without the T. IMAX. <laughs> oh no! That's the MacGuffin. Oh no! Killed me. <laughs> Hashtag not my flash. <laughs> I'm so sick of the woke mob ruining vintage sci-fi television. <laughs> okay, uh you heard it here first, folks. Um next episode we're getting Jordan Peterson on and uh it's going to be an entirely different situation. I I think the Flash Gordon is better as a typical western male. That's not a good Jordan Peterson. That's, that's pretty good. That's Western pretty good. society has culminated in a series of events that have produced a Flash Gordon uh, typology. Uh, Doctor Zarkov represents a um, a negative. Uh, Doctor Zarkov represents a uh, uh, Marxist socialist uh, neo Nazi philosophy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to this. Uh, we thank you. We took turns. We went left. We went right. One of us watched a good show. One of us watched a good movie, one of us watched a bad show, and, you know, we came together in the end. Um, and we grew better for it. Well, was it a rational transaction to pay for of my course, life yeah. for a show? I don't know. I don't. I think you're the only one who can tell me if that was a rational transaction, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much to Dwy for the use of our theme song, Party for One. It's a fantastic song. You can find a link to the Spotify uh, song of it uh, in the description below. Also find it on Apple Music. Listen to all of his stuff. It's really, really dang good. Um, I think that's everything that we have here. Tune in next week as we watch this again. Hopefully, Caleb will actually see the movie. We'll find out. Um, I've, uh, I'm Alexander Peters. And I'm Caleb Dirksen, your loyal Zarkovian. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Have a great night. Hey, man.